Hello everyone and welcome back to the Rainbow Dice Club. We are an LGBTQ2IA plus actual play D&D 5E podcast coming to you from wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Lex, my pronouns are they, she, and I am your DM. I am joined by our wonderful cast of weirdos. Hi, I'm Sapria or Zoop. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Ziva, whose pronouns are also she, her, and I think my pizza is arriving. Hi, everyone. My name is Dusty. My pronouns are she, they, and I play Ivy Knight Breeze Tinker Fay. Her pronouns are she, her, and knock knock. Who's there? Daisy. Daisy. Who? Daisy. Who? Daisy. Who? Daisy. Be rolling. They hating. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Wayra. My pronouns are she, they, and I play Varys, whose pronouns are he, they, and I am also an archfey. Look out, Titania. I'm coming for you. Hello. My name is Ariana. I'm squeaking in my chair. My pronouns are she, her. I play Laura Spinnelspark, whose pronouns are she, her, and that is all that I have to say. The birds. No. They're not real. <laughs> Today's episode includes heights and falling, profanity, references to harm to children, references to sex work and sexual relationships. Last time. More information about Avant Hart and how he influenced the political landscape in Oria was revealed. Ivy informed the rest of the group about her pariah status in town, and as they all started winding down for bed, Basil decided to pull a very confused Varys aside for a man-to-masculine-presenting-person conversation. Ziva and Varys were plagued with nightmares. In the morning, Ivy shared more about her friend Beatrice to Alara, and Ziva caught a dragonfly before going off to work out with Varys. We meet back up with Ivy and Alara walking outside to see Varys and Ziva practicing their routine. Varys and Ziva, tell me what you're doing. So Varys stands there, really strong, powerful, drawing from the earth, I feel like, their power, and puts both hands down, clasping each other and basically creating a shelf. And Ziva is a couple yards away and she starts running and she does a flip and from that flip she then lands with her feet on that shelf and Varys pushes up launching her into the air and which point she does another flip and attempts to land on Varys's shoulders. That's so cool. That's literally what I was thinking. I need Varys to roll an athletics check, and I need Ziva to roll an acrobatics check. It's a dirty 20. That's a 16. Varys is strong. He holds his ground as Ziva runs and launches herself at him. He tosses her high, high up in the air. You wake, you are flying through the air. You're making your twists and your turns. And as you're coming back down to land your grip you lose it just a little bit. Your momentum is just a little too much and you start to fall to the ground. Uh, Varys not having enough time. He tries to catch her. Roll a deck save for me. Uh, 13. 13 is not going to be high enough to catch Ziva on such a short notice. Ivy and Alara, as you are kind of cresting the hill, you're starting to, you see the start of this performance. You're about, you know, 30 feet away. You see her hand slip as she tries to nail the landing onto Varys. So, um, Alara, very quickly, um, I think maybe seeing them have fail at this before. Oh, absolutely. 100%, yeah. Reaches her hand into a pocket and uncorks a vial. So she just kind of yells as her nanobots start to, they'll start to swarm Ziva. And she just goes, Ziva, arms out, like you're flying. T-pose to assert dominance against gravities. <laughs> the nanobots are going to swarm like in between the space where Ziva spreads her arms out um, and they're going to attach to Ziva and kind of link together and kind of make an invisible wings as I am casting Featherfall. Oh, I love that. Very cool. So you kind of like parachute. Ziva, you, your hands miss and in that split second, you hear Alara yell and probably at some point Alara's done this before and you just instinct, you go, Arms out, <laughs> like a bird. You feel these nanobots swarm all around you and you still fall to the ground and you still fall with like a, a slight thud, but it's not enough to do damage. You fall safely. I say slight thud because you started 
feather fall at six feet above the ground. There's no way you could have stopped all that momentum, but not enough to do any damage. And you land safely on the ground, but you land kind of on your back because you were upside down. You didn't land feet first. You just kind of flopped to the ground. Are you all right? Oh, yes. Ivy claps. Laura looks at Ivy and she just goes, they're going to get it like one time soon, probably. Oh, so soon I can see it. Yeah. It's a good thing we were out here, though, because I don't want Ziva to, like, get hurt. I truly believe that Varys would sacrifice himself <laughs> before letting Ziva get hurt. I'm pretty sure he'd do that, like, heroic shit yeah. where he, like, splayed across the ground and let her fall on him. Okay, well, then we stopped him from getting hurt, at least. Somebody <laughs> didn't get hurt today. Varys is standing there with a hand, like, you know, <laughs> like with a hand out going, what the fuck? Like, the expression on his face is like, he looks at Ziva, he's like, do you think they know we can hear them? <laughs> Ziva, Ziva is just um, bowing. Before, before we did this, I went out to feed Starburst, and there was this dragonfly that was just, it's not how I've seen dragonflies ever act. Well, no, we know that they've been tracking you. Also, we shouldn't have let you go outside by yourself, probably. Tracking me? That's weird. Well, she had Starburst. Okay. She looks at the pouch and she whispers, I'm getting better at this trick every time. Yes, you are. Pulls out the, the butterfly net with the dragonfly in it. You look at it and the dragonfly, it's still bright blue, but it's not moving. It, I think it was in there a little too long. It was flying. You see one of the wings kind of just like chips off as you move the, the <laughs> net just a little too much. Can I, do you mind? Sure. I'm going to take the dragonfly and put it in a vial. Ziva, can you keep that net handy though? Because I think I would actually like to probably catch a live one, but good job. Oh, we can keep that one. I mean, if you want to keep it, that's okay. We just need to go see my mom. Does she like dead dragonflies? I mean, not particularly, but I guess she kind of likes dead things, but... Why am I not surprised? Ziva, what is your pouch? I mean, the only time I've seen something die that quickly was in, like, a bag of holding. think it's a... I, I mean, I showed it to Alara earlier, and... It's really cool. You can tell them. I mean, you don't have to. We can just take the, the thing to my mom and have her resuscitate it. No, but it's cool. As we're walking to Ivy's mom's lab. Well, I mean, I've had this pouch for as long as I can remember. The core four gave it to me. And I have to say something nice about myself. But when I do, it gives me whatever I want from in it. See? Oh. Really cool. That is really cool. It's a cute um, affirmation mm -hmm. mechanic for an object. Forced positivity. I mean, I wouldn't say it's forced, but um, it's definitely given me a healthy ego, I think. As we get up to the door, Ivy goes, what would happen if you said something bad about yourself? Would it give you, like, awful things? No, it just doesn't give me anything. That's really cool. You should show my dad that. You guys are talking as you're walking back up to the villa. You walk in through the doors and head up the grand staircase to basically the opposite side of where Ivy's room was, but a little further down in the opposite wing. And you come to a door that is double pane glass on both sides, very heavy. You can kind of tell that there is like a lot of procedural stuff involved in terms of avoiding contaminants and stuff like that. And you can hear the telltale sounds of Bunsen burners crackling and different chemicals boiling that would tell you that at the very least your mother has been working whether or not she's currently working is another story but she has been ivy goes and knocks on the door yes come in she opens the door please grab some goggles if you're going to come in i'm working with acid she distributes goggles they're very bougie goggles you get like golden crusted non-reactive and non-reflective lensed glasses and goggles that seem to mold perfectly to your face to protect your eyes uh, from any fumes. You open up into this pristine looking lab where there are different substances that seem to be boiling or cooling. They are all across this pristine lab in unknowable organization method. And in the center of this lab, you see kind of right around this 
strong open flame, you see the cell Tinkerfay standing there with her hair, her long pink and green spring Aladrin hair up and in a tight bun on the top of her head, donned in a like long floor length. It's almost like this is a floor length gown, but it's a, a lab coat and gloves that go all the way up to the elbows. She looks up from her work from this kind of mushrooming cloud of chemicals that kind of balloons up in front of her from the heat through the glaze of her glasses. Looks up and goes, oh, Ivy, be careful. I said I'm working with acid. I don't know where it all went, but it's around here somewhere. You'll find it. No, I'm sure I will. What? What is it? She motions to Alara, who's holding the dragonfly in the vial. You see the cell's eyes kind of perk up a little bit, and she goes, Ooh, a dead thing. This'll be fun. You brought me a present. How lovely. Can you make it alive again? Oh, that's not fun. I wanted to dissolve it. Oh, well... I mean, we can bring you more dead things to dissolve at some point, but this one is tracking Ziva. And so we were kind of hoping to figure out, well, I was kind of hoping to figure out how and maybe why too, probably is important. She turns down the Bunsen burner so that the flame dies underneath the concoction she's currently working on. And she, in her beauty queen-esque fashion, kind of floats over to you all and looks at this little vial in Alara's hands and goes, Oh, that's not a problem. I can work on it. When did you need it for? Um, as soon as possible. Have you ever seen anything like these before? Little tracker things? A dragonfly, of course. No, I meant a tracking thing. Like tracker dragonflies or birds. Tracker dragonflies or birds. You know, that sounds like more of a question for the wizards. I am not a wizard. Nor am I a druid. Why don't you ask my daughter that question? If I knew, would I be here? (laughs) (laughs) She kind of pats you on the head and goes, You'll get there someday, sweetheart. I know it. I will shank you. What kind of shoes is she wearing? You see, if you look around briefly, Ziva, you see this, like, small cubby that seems to be, like, glass on one side that you can see into and hard stone on the other sides. And inside, just past the glass, you see these beautiful ornate high heels, these stilettos that are baking in this UV light that seems to be almost disinfecting them and keeping them very clean. Varys said that the shoes that someone likes the most are going to be out in front and well taken care of. Ziva is going to go for one of these shoes. <laughs> right in front of her? No, while while she's examining things, like while this conversation's going on, she's examining things, they're talking. Uh, roll uh, stealth for me. Alara would go, yeah, I don't know if it needs to be alive or dead for us to kind of figure out how it's doing what it's doing, but any insight you can give us would be appreciated. Well, a first insight I would say is maybe once I bring it back, don't kill it again. Um, they're not very helpful when they're dead. No, you don't say. I'm sorry? Hmm? I, I, you said something. No. Dirty 20. With a dirty 20, you manage to duck down and quickly snag the left high heel and stick it in your bag. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that, darling? You guys see Varys's jaw just like visibly clench and a vein that wasn't there previously kind of shows up. For a moment, and then it's gone. Don't I'm, call don't him call darling. darling. Ivy just laughs. Vassell looks at you all and just goes, I was just addressing an awkward situation, and I'll do that how I please in my own house. Thank you. You're so annoying. Ivy, you have come to me asking for my help, and your friends are being rude. Aren't we, though? Do you want my help or not? They're not being rude. You're being rude. Yes, yes, yes. Let's get back to the helping part. She kind of scoffs at you. We we apologize for ruffling your feathers. It's absolutely not meant to. Vassell just stops and she looks over at Alara and just goes, Hand it here. And she puts out her hand. I hand it over. Give me a minute. And she walks over to a far side of the lab and starts grabbing different tinctures and different what looks like different chemical concoctions 
and she begins very gracefully like titrating something with such precision that you can't imagine sitting there and trying to be that precise. Alarm looks at like the three of them and just goes, is that what I look like when I'm doing my like science no. stuff? No. Okay, good. No, you're so much more chaotic. More amusing. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I prefer it. With a big puff of green smoke popping up, she holds up the vial and kind of shakes it a little and then brings it back over and she goes, Here you go. I hope this is enough for you. And drops it in your hands. And That was pretty cool. You see the little dragonfly kind of twitching inside the vial, alive, but unable to move because it's still stuck in a vial. Thank you. Thank you for your assistance. Be careful who you thank in the in the Feywild. We can't do anything here. Wait, I really need a list of rules. Unthank you then? Be careful who you ask for favors. I'm so confused. You can eat the food, but you can't eat the food. And be careful who we ask for favors, but it was okay. She puts a hand on top of Ziva's head and kind of pats you and just goes, I'm just giving you a word of caution. Ivy gives her a hug and goes, there you go, there's your payment. Goodbye. As you walk out the door, if any of you guys were to turn around, you would see that Vassell kind of holds on her chest where Ivy's head landed for a few moments. And she just kind of takes a deep breath in and exhales and takes a moment before clearing her head and going back to work on her alchemy. Well, none of us look back, so... Just kidding. No, Ziva, Ziva notices. Oh, Ziva would 100% look back. Not notice as well. As soon as we're out of the lab and out of earshot, Eris turns to Lara and Ziva and says, Thank you, by the way, for telling her not to call me, darling. Oh, um, of course. You shouldn't be called something that you don't want to be called. Exactly. I even wrote that down the very first time. Yeah, I think we all remembered. Well, either way, I appreciate it. Of course, sugar bear. <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, wait. Ziva, Ziva's got got her pad of paper open. Is sugar bear a yes or a no? I think sugar bear suits you. I have nothing against it. How about it? So, you guys ready to go see Titania? As I'll ever be. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, bitch. I think as we're walking out the front door, because Siva doesn't plan on keeping this fancy shoe forever, uh, she sees the hall closet and remembers what Vera said, that people never leave their shoes in the hall closet. So she grins to herself, and as they begin walking, she quickly stops. She rips a piece of paper off of her pad and writes... Give your daughter more hugs and also don't call us objects. Peace and love. And then puts it in the shoe and throws the shoe in the closet before running to catch up with everyone. That's amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> love it. Just chaotic enough. Varus low five, Siva. <laughs> you guys are walking through the town of Felismore. It's a little later in the morning. There's more people up and about moving about. As you're all walking through the town, Alara, you've seen this before. It's still weird, but you've seen it at least. And Ivy, this is status quo for you. As you're walking, any group of people tend to part as Ivy approaches. They give her kind of side glances and glares, and you can hear muddled whispers as she passes, nobody having the balls enough to walk up to her, but saying any everything and anything under their breath. I think Varys just kind of moves closer to Ivy's side, purposefully. Doesn't death glare, but definitely stares down at anybody who looks at Ivy too long. A frown starts appearing on Ziva's face. Ivy walks through town seemingly with, like, blinders on. She's very rigid, very head held high, not looking at anybody as she marches down the street. Alara's just walking. She's, like, rolling the ball bearings around primed and ready to chuck them at anybody she needs to. You guys walk through town, making your way towards the center. Again, Felismore is almost like shaped kind of in a circular shape with the center of it being this massive castle. And coming at it from this angle, you all can see that this castle, a large shimmering opal gold leaden building embedded in, the, in a moss covered trunk of a massive oak tree. The front of the castle is encircled by a moat of water with a drawbridge that the people of this town have never seen closed in over 2,000 years. 
The building itself seems to reflect more light than you would, would expect, and the, the arching roofs and spires refract light through a myriad of stained glass mosaic windows. As you go up and cross the drawbridge, entering into the front foyer area, you are faced once again, Alara and Ivy, with two guards who stand there at attention, defending the courtroom, or at the very least, just standing watch, because what are they defending it from? As you all approach, they look at the group, their eyes land on Ivy. You're back again. She just nods. I see you brought more with you. Hello, nice to meet you. I have learned that we are not to give our names, but uh, we are here to see the goddess Titania. This one talks, interesting. If you're to see Titania, go ahead, enjoy. And as they start to walk away, you hear them talk amongst themselves. You know, the more there are, the bigger chance there is she's going to kill one of them too. Excuse me? Uh, what was that you said? One of them turns and looks at you. Oh, um, I was just speculating on how long you would all last, given the company you keep. I don't understand what that means. Must be so nice to be blissfully unaware of the dangers that that one puts you in. Must be so nice to run your mouth, there are consequences. I really dislike the way that you are speaking to my friend who has in fact saved my life and the lives of those near dearest to me multiple times. You know what they say about leading the lamb to slaughter. You treat it very kindly so it will follow. Varys just kind of smirks a bit. He's like, you talk a lot of shit for somebody with two perfectly good eyeballs with about 700 gold pieces on the black market, but you know. Roll intimidation for me. So it's natural 20 plus four. <laughs> this man looks at you and you are kind of approaching behind Ziva towering over her and Ziva already was kind of pissing them off enough. You're scaring them. Cool. He just smiles pleasantly. Your eyes, despite the fact that you're not doing anything, it's almost like your eyes are glowing that deep red just for a moment. And they look at you and this one that's been talking the most stops and just goes, well, I don't know what you're talking, what you mean about a black market. If you know the black market, then there's a problem with you, sir. There's a problem with you. I think that that's about enough talking from you, don't you? Maybe you should go look at that stain on your shirt. Her mage hand appears and goes and points at his chest. He looks, he looks down, you know, that kind of caught off guard, like, what? And she flicks his nose. <laughs> Classic. He throws his head back, very stunned, and he just goes, well, oh, done with you all. G just go talk to the queen. Leave it. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. He walks away. I think I'll just look at them both as we kind of start to walk and I'll be like, oh, wow, that was a lot better than my ball bearing. Ivy just smiles. Paris subtly fist bumps Ziva and then <laughs> puts an arm around Ivy and's like, lead the way. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy just smiles so wide. Walking into the courtroom, you see a large throne that seems to be carved out of the oak tree the castle is embedded in, while not being separate from the living arboreous fibers and roots that back the entirety of the grand space. In front of this throne is an elevated, marbled, semicircular platform, almost like a small stage in front of the throne. Encircling the platform is a small creek that twists and winds throughout the courtroom. This small creek encircles 12 more small elevated platforms in the room, six on each side of the throne, leaving an aisle between them to approach the main central platform. The water borders the aisle and trickles out of the throne room and out of the castle down to the moat outside. Most of the floor space beyond the raised platforms and the aisle is rippled with the roots of the ancient oak tree the larger roots making for a bench seating when needed. You see sitting in the large throne, Titania in a spring Aladrin form, her skin a vivacious green with bright pink cherry blossoms rippling throughout her hair and around her body, her large wings that seem to speckle as though 
dewdrop hangs from every little vein on the wings. As you all approach, she stands and meets you in the semicircular platform in front of the throne. And as you all enter, she crouches down and puts a single finger underneath Ivy's little chin and just goes, I'm sorry you were late. She nods and takes a deep breath and goes, Me too, but um, there's nothing we can do about that now. You know I can't see beyond my realm, but I've heard rumblings that, that Nemeth is moving. Moving? The darkness is encroaching. The edges of my kingdom seem to be fading ever so slightly as his power is growing. I worry that little Bea is with him, or that he's holding her captive. No, I'm pretty sure he is. I don't know why. I don't know what uh, a pseudo-dragon would mean to the King of the Unseelie Court. That's a question we all would like answered. She looks at the rest of you all. Having heard everything that just happened, she, in your mind, Ziva, you hear, I was far less observant in those days. I never thought that a child of the court would be at risk, would be in danger. I wasn't watching. I take Ivy at her word. I can see her heart in ways that no one else can. It's my greatest folly that they won't listen to me on this. And then she stops and she looks over at Varys. Her eyes seem to flash from this deep auburn to this bright golden light for just a moment. And Varys, you hear in your head, Why do you hide yourself, little changeling? His eyes that were wandering the room snap over to her, make eye contact immediately. Where I come from, we are not welcome. Quite fair. Ivy is aware. The others are not. I appreciate you sharing that with my child. I do hope that this visage of you is who you really are inside. Because this heart seems to have a true and goal ahead of you. This is who I'm trying to be. She nods silently to you, and you get this kind of lingering feeling that she believes you. About 99%. That's fair. And she turns and looks at Ivy, and Ivy, you hear in your head, you trust them. She thinks back, Varys explicitly or everybody? Yes. She nods. Then I trust them too. And Varys, that slight moment of doubt that you that you could feel lingering on you fades almost as quickly as it appeared. This bit she's saying out loud. She looks at Alara and just goes, I'm glad to see you've made a doubt. I wasn't so sure. Just, you strike me as a little clumsy. Thank you. <laughs> I think. Varys bursts out laughing very quietly in the crew over at the side. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a compliment nor, nor a critique. She looks at all of you and lingers on Ivy for a moment. As hard as I might try, I can't. I can't see what is ahead of you. Your path is too intertwined with Nemeth's, and I can't see his path. All I can tell you is that where you go, you may be alone. Why would she be alone? Oh, I meant you as a group. Uh, essentially, while we're here, Titania watches over us. I can see everything within my realm. You all are heading to a realm that is not mine. Who is Nemeth? The King of the Unseelie Court. I'm glad that somebody else didn't know. I thought it was just me, so that's why I didn't say anything. No, it's not you. Not just you. The Seelie and the Unseelie Court are like two sides of a coin. One cannot exist without the other, but at the same time, they are counterparts of each other. Nemeth runs the, the Unseelie Court. I don't view this this palace as a castle. This is a city. He views it as a center for his never-ending narcissism and self-indulgence. What would he want with a pseudo-dragon? That's what I'm wondering. I can't answer that question. Because I don't know. You have no idea how, it is, how challenging it is to be an omnipresent being that can see everything and then not know something. Something as silly as why would he want a pseudo-dragon named after a dead child? Wouldn't it be to get to Ivy? Why? He has nothing to do with me. But for what purpose? I- I'm not special. I mean, I would disagree with that statement. Well, you would disagree with that because you, you love me. I- 
the king of the unseelie court has nothing to do with me. I'm not, I am not an important party in the court. I never will be. I don't have the brand. I don't have anything to do with the court. Well, maybe it doesn't have anything to do with the court. That's for you all to find out. Unfortunately, I cannot provide those answers. And if I were to step foot into the Underdark, it would be an act of war. What should we expect to be facing if we're going to be in Nemeth's path? Will we be facing essentially another you? I wouldn't say that. He makes other people fight for him more than I do. Hmm. The man is a narcissistic coward. I can't be sure of all of his powers. I'm not sure if he can see the way I can or the way th or hear the way that I can. But I would anticipate that he is powerful. Um, do you know that there's these things that have been tracking Ziva? Are they... I'll take out the dragonfly. Are they from him? Also, is it bad These that things have been tracking one of you. Yeah, that I brought this in here um, also. I don't know. They keep saying it's tracking me, but... It is. I don't feel anything. Oh, it's definitely tracking you. Do you open the vial or... No. She takes the vial from you, mm -hmm. holds it up. It is puny in her hand, and she crushes it in her in her fist. I... Okay. Okay. As she opens her hand, this dark black ichor seems to ooze out of it and fall to the ground, searing into the floor like acid. Yes, that belonged to Nemeth. Well, they are, um, they're tracking us. Ziva, and we're not leaving Ziva, so... Does that mean that he's going to see us coming if these things are tracking Ziva? Is there a way to... to stop it? She looks at you all, her eyes flashing that bright golden glow one more time. And she looks at you, Ziva, and goes, motions like a little circle with her fingers, and she goes, Turn around. As Ziva was already turning around. She comes down to her knees, crouching in front of you, still towering over you, and with a single finger, touches right at the base of your ankle. You don't feel anything, but as her finger leaves that spot, some of that black ichor kind of oozes up and out as she kind of suspends it in front of her. She solidifies it back into its original form, and you see that this little it looks just like a leaf that has been stuck to your heel a leaf that was changing color and shifting and matching your skin tone or your clothing whichever it landed on and with a overly powerful dispel magic she destroys it and she looks at you and she goes you should be all set thank you the black ichor did it is it for did it remind us of the ichor that we saw at the Seder village do I have to roll insight, a history, anything I can roll for that? <laughs> you can roll insight. I, I want you to roll insight for that. Oh, it's just a 16, but... Well, with a 16, you saw a big puddle of that black oily ooze. Yeah, that looked pretty familiar. He, um, he looks at it. That reminds me of the creatures we fought in the Sato village on the way here. What did you fight? I'm not sure what they're called. They were complaining of nightmares and... They were trying to steal this kid? Well, I'll be... I'll be honest. Nightmares and stealing children is... Doesn't really narrow it down much when it comes to the Underdark and to Nemeth's brain. Is the Seder village a part of your domain? Yes. It's been very fuzzy lately. His dominion has been growing and it's been making it very hard to see the edges of my realm. He thinks about it. There was like little grey pixie kind of creatures following us around and then we went there and there was other creatures coming out of a puddle of that material and it didn't stop attacking until we got rid of the puddle. Well, the little grey pixies are very familiar to me. I've seen, I've, I haven't seen many of them but I've heard stories. The little shits. <laughs> the little shit? Is that what you're calling them? That's what I've always called them. I just don't say it in front of you. Be wary of names that they give you. Why should we be wary of the names they give us? Names have power. The more names you have, the more power they could have over you. But those weren't our names. They didn't get ours. It doesn't matter, does it? What is a name but something that people call you? Well, could they become our names? She looks at you and gives you a bit of a wry smile. Isn't that how nicknames come about? Alara looks at Ziva and just goes, 
whispers not very quietly. Everyone just speaks in riddles here and I don't get it. I just need direct communication. <laughs> Honestly, I've been trying to make a list of rules. It's fine. And it's been very- We're gonna- We'll, we'll go over it later. Yeah. Tonight, we're gonna work on it. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. The little shits like to play pranks and one of their things is bringing toys back to Zanmond, to the city, for Nemeth to play with. This might have been his way of trying to ca- trying to follow you and get more toys in one fell swoop, perhaps. So can't we just go tell him that he's handsome and ask him for Bia back? Ziva, you don't even know if he's handsome, though. You can lie. I, I think he would absolutely love that. I think he would eat that for dinner. He would love that. I mean, it doesn't matter whether he's handsome or not, right? You just- Well, we can't lie here, so- Well, I'm sure someone finds him handsome. I mean, maybe out of four of us, that's a 25. Yeah, okay. It won't be me. She looks at all of you and looks at Ivy and just goes, Should you talk to Nemeth? You know, it would be helpful to have what he says on record. Do you have a way of doing that? She looks at all of you and again lingers on Ivy and just goes, You know, your father has gotten very good at his rune making. And I think with your friend Alara, you'll be able to extend the distance of this even further. And she hands you this gem that in her hand is still fairly sizable. And she looks at it and she goes, Well, this surely can't do needs to be smaller for you to for you all to carry it and she takes it in both hands and crushes it down 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 until this originally very large stone is now condensed so much that all of the colors kind of blend together in a rainbow pattern and it is instead of being the size of a bowling ball is now the size of we'll go with big almond and she kind of like holds her hand over it as it floats down to you and uh you can still see very small if you were to look at it the runes that were originally etched on the main stone by your father ivy turns to verisco hey fez i um i noticed that you you wrap jewelry for earrings could you make me one please yes of course i can um however i will say that alara is more adept at it than i am but i'm sure we can work it out together it could be a bonding moment between the two of you. Sure. Ivy nods and goes, All right, um, so I think we should probably start heading out, right? The sooner the better, my darling. Uh, she turns to the others and says, All right, let's go. Okay. So you all leave the shining, beautiful city of Felismore, and you begin your trek towards Zanmond towards the underdark of the Feywild. You guys are walking through the woods. Ivy, you know this path well. It's kind of taking you back towards that lake. As you're all walking, what is going through Ivy's head having to go through this portion of the Feywild and go to the underdark, a place that she, for most of her life, has been told to stay away from, but is now being told to actively go towards. So she's very, like, tense. And just marching along, trying to put on a brave face. And as they walk, she kind of turns to the group and goes, Okay, uh, so any questions about him or, you know, that whole deal? So many. Took the words right out of my mouth. Do you want to verbalize those questions or... Um... So are we just going to like march in there and be like, hey, where's Bia? What do we have? Do we have a plan? No. I feel like we should probably make one. Probably. Are we going straight to Nemeth or? I mean, I think so. I don't, I can't see why we would dilly dally. No, but we're going directly into his domain to his castle. Presumably he's another god, correct? Yes. Delightful. We are not going to fight him. Let's get that out of the way. She looks at Ziva. We are not going to fight him. Are we going to see him? Most likely. We're just going to tell him he's handsome, right? I mean, I'm probably not going to, but you can, I guess. It's. It sounds like the main thing we have to do is 
stroke his ego with gross. Okay. Stroke his ego with the white lies. Didn't help the second time you said it either. <laughs> I I mean, I agree. I can't be the one to say anything because I don't know if you guys know this about me, but are you a lesbian? Oh, are you a lesbian, perhaps? <laughs> oh, I thought you were just saying that you were a bad liar. So I was gonna say I'm a good liar. No, no, that's me. I'm a bad liar. I don't lie. I also don't lie. I do, but not very good. Heavy is the burden of being the one who lies in a group. I mean, I can do it. I am fluent in half-truths. So that might work too, right? I'm fluent in bitch. Does that count? I don't think in this case. Mm -mm. No. Fair. It would probably be best if I kept my mouth shut, isn't it? So I just want to get this straight. We are walking into like- (laughs) Going to be hard in this group, but continue. There's a lot there's a lot of assumptions being made right now. There's a lot of jokes being thrown around <laughs> when when I feel like our lives, you know, like this is, you know, like funny but also like we can die. I know, I'm sorry. Right? Like when you're really nervous or something, totally fine. But this is going to be super dangerous and I don't think we're just going to walk in and be like, "Hey, you're really handsome. Give us back Bia." And he's going to be like, "Oh yeah, sure. Here." <laughs> no, but I think that that could work. Uh, it sounds like, based on what Titania said, this creature has a very big ego that needs to be caressed like a flower Seema. in a garden. And so <laughs> all we have to do... I'm not caressing any part of him. Listen, I'm happy to take one for the team, but I would appreciate an alternative option before. <laughs> I will, I've tried the word stroke. Okay, okay. okay. Caress is no good either. <laughs> um, gently palpate. <laughs> How are you finding worse and worse words to use? I don't understand. Are you pulling this from somewhere? What part of yourself her ass? <laughs> Ziva, it's not so much the words, but like the way that you're saying them. It's like sexual or something. And I just think you should stop. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I I feel no sexual connection to the words. So maybe that's the problem. I feel like that's on you for interpreting them as sexual, but could just be me. Varys, I'm calling you full of shit right now. He just kind of grins. He's like, but really? So our plan is to just walk into the Unsealy Court, up to this Nemeth king, and, um, what, um, flirt with him to get Bea back? According to Ziva, it's masturbated ego. (laughs) (laughs) He loses it. (laughs) I feel like we're just going to get murdered. I'm just going to be honest. Well, not not if you do it properly. You need a safe word. <laughs> Should we have like a backup plan to the flirting plan, I guess, is my question. Like, a, what if he's not into it? Oh, absolutely. But I figured the backup plan was the plan that we didn't want to do, which was to be to kill everyone. We Well, we wouldn't be able to kill everyone. <laughs> um, well, I think we... We need to figure out where B is being held. We can make a plan now, but inevitably, when we figure out where B is, it'll change everything. A plan at the base level, right, is to get in, get beer, and get out. Do we think that maybe if we see one of those little shits again, we can snatch one up and get some information out of it, and then maybe further de- develop a plan from there, because if we can just figure out where Bia is, maybe we can just get in and out and we don't even have to see the king or anything. Honestly, I don't even think he's going to know who I am. I don't really matter. Are we just, we're just walking in there like, hey, we're from the Sealy Court. No, we get, no, Are we going no. in disguise? Like, do we have? Yes. Okay, well, we should have started there. Well, it's developing. Oh, is that implied? Okay, <laughs> I didn't. It's developing. It's growing. Fair. Okay. Did anyone bring disguises with them? (laughs) Varys raises his hand. Did you bring enough for everyone? Uh, nope. Unless you all want to wear my skin. That's weird. Um... (laughs) Can't say that I've ever had that thought. What? Is your skin magically 
skin changing? He looks at her and goes, maybe. Abby holds up her hands and she goes, what I was trying to say is that there's no reason why Nemeth would know who any of us are. Mm -hmm. So there's no real reason for a disguise. But there's nothing to say that we just literally go in and pretend to be somebody, pretend to be like we belong there. So there's a slight flaw with that plan. If we assume that Nemeth has all the same abilities as your queen, then Nemeth knows who Ziva and I are. Okay, so he knows that you're just random people. He doesn't know what affiliates you have are. Is Nemeth an Eladrin? You wouldn't know. You would probably presume that he's a, a, an Archfey. Are there Eladrin in the Unseelie Court? Yes. Okay, so so it's not like you'll stick out by being an Eladrin. Correct. No. Um, he would know who all of us are, though the little thing found all of us and told you where Bia was, so they're expecting us to come. Mm-hmm. We can sneak in and like be unseen, but we can't, I don't think that we can just walk in and pretend we belong. Also, we don't, I don't, well, I guess I don't know. I've never been to the Unseely Court before. I haven't either. Well, we probably don't look like we belong there. I also don't think that we can just sneak in there if they can see everything within their realm. We're essentially facing the same thing opposite side. I think he must know who Ivy is, why else would he take Bia? True. Okay, so what, uh, we go in and I claim diplomatic immunity and I would like an audience with your king? Mm-hmm, we could. That wasn't real, that wasn't a real- We're gonna die. Yep, just putting it out there. If we do go that route, I am unusually skilled at stroking men's ego. And probably other things. And other things, so- Oh, Varys, you too. What? <laughs> With the words. No, I'm not joking. I'm being serious. No, but I just mean... Okay, well... Okay. I could offer that in exchange for Bia. I don't know. Let's not go that route. I don't want to have to wait <laughs> while you... <laughs> oh, Ivy, it won't take that long. <laughs> but still, I don't want to have to wait in the other room while you're, like, servicing the king and then... Right. What would we even do, like... Wait, we're now talking... No, we're not. It's not serious. It's... Oh, no, I was putting that forward as a legitimate strategy. I know you were. How is my suggestion worse than that? Oh, no, it's not. No. It's not worse. Yeah, yours was better. Ziva, I was building off of yours. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, like, you warm him up, and then, you know, Varys goes in and takes it home, or whatever whatever there's a saying, probably. Let's penetrate the point. Oh, gods. <laughs> the point is we have no, <laughs> no. Stru- the point is, I think like all of our other adventures together, we're going to have to fly by the seat of our fucking pants. Can I get everybody's passive perception, please? 16. That's a fucking 10. 18. Um, 17. Everybody but Alara. You all notice that as you're walking, at one point there is like a collection of little shrubs that seem to be like kind of like chittering amongst themselves and then they like abruptly stop and like stand very very still and then as you guys continue walking past them you hear them start whispering again you know if we just we just need we need somebody bigger who can actually help us take over the world that's what we want we need more people more 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 shrubs that's that's the goal that's the goal you know we need i don't know how do you get weapons wait ivy did you just say that we should be shrubs because we could try dressing as shrubs no as you guys are passing they like stop and they look up at you you see these little animated shrubs talk that are looking at you and then quickly look back and go scatter and run in opposite directions of each other fanning out all around can i grab one uh make a dex check Varys is just raising an eyebrow at them. 18. Yeah, you you reach down, snag one kind of at the top of the of its foliage, and you see these little these little legs made out of roots that are just like flailing in midair. And you see this like anthropomorphized shrub looking at you. The eyes of the of the enemy face down upon me. I won't give away our secrets. Okay. Um 
Do you have a name? None of us have names. We are all but pieces of the same cloth. Members of the same movement. What's the movement called? Stop poking holes in my plans. We we are the shrubs that will take over the world. We, we will do it. Somehow. Taking over the world is not all that glamorous. Say that when you're a shrub and you have nothing, no power, nothing. But... What will you do when you eventually get an uprising? What's your first act as leader of the world of dictatorship that all must treat shrubs with kindness and with reverence? I already treat shrubs with kindness. You just, you, you all intervened and stopped our meeting. You destroyed our chances at actually unionizing and getting together to figure this out and destroy everything that has been put to it put forth thus far. All we did was look at you. You're the one who said scatter. Weren't you the one following us? We weren't following you. You 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 interrupted us. We we scattered and you you're poking holes in my plan. You seem very distressed. Would it help you if you felt more our size? No, Ziva. Ziva. He kind of like stops, or they stop, and they look at you, and they go. We could do a lot at that size. Well, in this case, in this case, I was thinking that maybe you could just have a conversation if you didn't feel little. The time for conversation is over. Revolution must start. We must end the world and take over. Oh, well, then I can't help. See Varys hitting his head off of a tree nearby. <laughs> I... I'm going to regret asking this, and I'm going to regret entertaining you. But with what weapons? You and what army? There were like, what, ten of you around here? If you were to look around, you'd see a couple more, the shrubs kind of like poking out of their little hide, hide, hiding places, like moving around. And he looks at, this one looks at you and they, they kind of go, we haven't gotten to that part of the plan yet. It's still, it's still in the works. Have you ever heard of, I don't know, just being more kind to others? Perhaps they will return the favor, treat others as you wish to be treated, all that nonsense? That bullshit gets you nowhere! Ivy is going to um, just kind of nod and go, okay, well, good luck and all that. We need no luck when we have the fire in our sticky hearts. I don't think fire is good for you. And she sets him down gent she sets it down gently. Enjoy your revolution. Be careful. He looks at you, looks you up and down, and goes, A benevolent giant. I still don't like you. Alright, well on you go. And she gently moves it off the path with her foot and walks away. You see this little shrub just like as indignant as an animated shrub can be, like stomp off. Um, and you hear See, this is why we need revolution. The little guys have no power here. We need to be seen for the forces that we are. And a bunch of shrubs start like cheering around this main one, just going, yes, down with the monsters, down with the giants. And you leave them. Uh, so Ivy is walking down the path now. As you guys continue, you it's well into the afternoon at this point. You guys have been walking and trying as hard as you possibly could to figure out a plan without having all the variables in place. At this point, mid-afternoon, you actually come back to the place where, where the four of you reunited. Varys and Ziva, you see the little alcove that you had camped out at two nights ago, and you still see the remnants of your fire. Well, the embers are well put out and gone. But you see the charcoal ashes of your of your fire the uh, from the other night still in that fire pit that you built. Do you all keep moving or do you guys want to camp there for the night? I feel like we would keep going until nightfall, right? So you guys can keep moving. You pass that area. You continue through. I realized that I left Starburst behind. So at some point during our walk, I will call Starburst. So you'll take 10 minutes and summon him again. So you guys continue through at some point, Ziva poofs Starburst back into the group, and he looks at you, Ziva, and just goes, howdy. <laughs> Varys, can you please make a perception check for me? 
What a time. This is so wasted. Uh, natural 20 for 22. There are eyes following you. There are eyes following me? Yeah, all of you. All of us. How many eyes? At least two. At least two. Cool. You get this feeling that you, you just get that feeling that like, you know, hair on the back of your neck sort of feeling. I think we're being tailed. I thought we just got rid of the dragonflies and birds. I don't, I don't think it's either. There's at least two sets of eyes on us. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just being paranoid. Can I look around? You definitely get a feeling that there might be something there, but you nothing definitive. Varys, with your natural 20, you, if you'd like to do an investigation check to try and find them, you can. I swear to God, I have a golden snitch. I swear to God. <laughs> That's three. That's three natural 20s in this game. That's fucked up. Because they're all going to be wasted before we meet Nemeth. That's uh, 25 total. You see a pair of eyes look back at you. These little, this little gray thing pokes its head out of the foliage and goes, Hello, Trick. Oh, you again. I've never met you. Does it look the same? Yeah. Found it. Ivy makes a throat slashing motion. It kind of pokes its head around Varys, looks at you, Ivy, and just goes, blinks at you a couple times, unspeaking. That's one way to go about it. Uh-huh, Kilt? She flips it off. Can we help you with something? Yeah. Too bad. Well, she offered. No, she didn't. I, technically, she didn't offer. She just asked if we could. And then I'm going to bury the creature to its neck using mold earth. So what's your spell, DC? 15. So it gets a 14. You are able to, in a one fell swoop, kind of just swoop your hands up and create almost this little volcano-looking mound with the Underdark fairy trapped with its gigantic black eyes and bright, bright silver ears that pierce upwards towards the sky. And it just looks at you all and just goes, Forgotten offered help? No. It was not an offer. It was an inquiry. It's not an offer. It sounds like an offer. Alara's not saying anything. <laughs> She'll whisper to whoever's standing closest to her. Should we just like go and leave it here? Ivy, do you think it will um give us any information? No, I doubt this thing is even capable of being helpful. Oh, you need help? Why don't I offer to help you die? Would you like that? I don't like that one, but it sounds like you need help. I can help you. How can you help us? Look, what do you need help with? You just said that we sound like we need help. What do you assume we need help with? Forgotten said that we, that you needed help. There's no one here named Forgotten. Ivy looks to the group and says, you, we're not getting any help from that because then you would owe a debt. Hmm. All right. Siva, write that down. Good job listening, you guys. You're learning. Lost is getting a little less lost, but it's still lost. I will literally step on you. Okay, if that will help you. Well, nothing useful seems to be coming out of this conversation. Enjoy your burial, and uh, Varys will continue on. Ivy follows, and making sure that Alara and Ziva follow too. It looks at you all and just yells out, just kind of calls out, Goodbye, guilt. Goodbye, forgotten. Goodbye, lost. Goodbye, Trick. Ziva casts Mage Hand and leaves it poking the Dark Fairy in the face. There's nobody here by those names. <laughs> Goodbye, little shit. So I don't think I should um, talk to people in the Fae. I, I just... <laughs> I, I think I'm just gonna um, not... I'm not going to do it. I'm going to try. Honestly, that's how I feel about it, too. I think you're doing a lot better than me. Avoid asking questions. They just come right out, though, sometimes. Well, no, all the time. I don't. They just. I mean, you're a very inquisitive person. Natural. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm just going to not 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 going to. I'm going to leave it up to you all because you are way better at it than me. I don't know how well it's going to go with me being the talkative one of the no. party, but... I think we decided we should leave it up to 
Ziva, and then Varys, and then you, and then me. I keep making, I keep messing it up. When was this discussion? When did we decide? I just, I just, maybe I decided in my head. <laughs> I think I'm obsessed with your rankings. Thanks. Um, I guess we just keep on. Yeah. Keep it on. Mm-hmm. And maybe we don't talk to those things anymore. Well, we just okay. established that. Yeah. I can just keep burying them. We don't acknowledge them. So, like, what if they keep calling us by the nicknames? Is that... Ignore it. Okay. They can't, like, do some weird stuff and make it, like... No, just ignore it. Okay. It only becomes real if you answer to it. Like... Don't tell me that. You know when you say, like, don't think about something and then it's, like, all you can think about? So I answered to the name. Should I be concerned? I responded to the name, anyway. No, I don't think you should be concerned per se, but I do think that you should keep a counter in your head. How many times? And once we hit like five or so, should probably be worried. What's the name? That's a rose by any other name, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to leave it here tonight, talking about names and burying little shits into the ground. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. We are so grateful for all of the continued support. If you want more content, check out our Ko-Fi, where you can leave a tip or subscribe to support the podcast. And you can get access to early episodes, the Rainbow Dice Club chat after show, character journals, deleted scenes, and so much more. Special thanks to our Green Fiend Ko-Fi supporters, Josh from Tabletop Journeys podcast and Michael. Don't forget to follow us on all socials at Rainbow Dice Club. And if you like what you hear, please consider leaving us a review. It helps us reach a lot more cool people like you. All right, friends. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. And just remember that wherever you are in your journey, you are valid, you are accepted, and you are welcome at our table. Bye. 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 Hey, everyone. Wayra here. Every month, we select a charity to support. And when we consider the trauma our community is facing right now, it only felt right to bring back the Trevor Project. For those who aren't familiar, the Trevor Project provides support and crisis intervention to our LGBTQ2IA plus youth 24-7, 365 days a year. They also conduct research, public education, and advocacy. The world is a scary place right now for our community. There is no question we've had a big setback in our history. We here at the Rainbow Dice Club will always be a safe space for every member of the LGBTQ2IA plus community, and that will never change. If there's anything the TTRPG community knows, it's that when one of our party members is attacked, we all roll for initiative. So, to all those who fight, we are with you. To all those who are still closeted and afraid, you are valid in your identity regardless of its visibility. To all those who are struggling, we hear you. If you need to step back and stay away from the events, that's okay. Rest and take the time you need. Know that you are not alone and these dark times in our history will not last forever. We hope you stick around with us to see it get better. Love you all, and please remember that no matter where you are in your self-discovery journey, you are valid, you are loved, you are accepted, and you are always welcome at our table. It is I, Bertold, the podcasting warlock. I have once again been employed by the Unnatural One podcast to boost our numbers. My infernal magics have coalesced and brought us to this moment. An ad. Join our fearful heroes as they journey through a godless, broken land to reclaim their ancestral homes and from the forces of otherworldly chaos. Our fifth edition actual play podcast features a seasonal rotation of DMs, and those willing to consign themselves to the dark coven that is our Patreon will also be granted access to a wonderful catalog of one-shots, AMAs, and even a Discord server. If you enjoy the dark allure of fantasy violence with a sprinkle of dramatic storytelling, be sure to sample unnatural wherever you enjoy podcasts we upload every tuesday uh, even on holidays we, we don't get time off please there was that time i hit her in the face with a fish but that was definitely a mistake when was that when did you hit me in the face with a fish oh just... you were asleep it was during travel <laughs> <laughs> you were trancing so hard that night you were trancing very hard and Ziva meant just to put a fish off of a line and it slipped and it just went off. Um, I'm genuinely I'm genuinely surprised that you didn't notice. Well, well fuck me, I guess. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> Would it be a rutabaga instead? I think it should be a rutabaga instead. <laughs> Honestly, oh being God. slapped in the face with a fish is peak comedy. That's the fucking revenge I have in my brain for you saying that I talk in my sleep. <laughs> Insight check me if you want, but... Um, so Ivy's gonna turn to Varys and go, Hey, can... Sorry. She's gonna open her mouth and an, and an eldritch bing, bing bong, bong is gonna come out. No. Bing bong! Are they wearing helmets? Yes. Heat metal, no. <laughs> Are... Listen. No! Okay. <laughs> No, I shouldn't heat metal. No, you shouldn't heat metal. No. <laughs> Add more to the hit list. No, I'm kidding. Bow chicka wow wow. What is your obsession? No, you know what? She never. <laughs> no, she didn't actually do that. Okay, cool. That was that was Eva. That was Priya. Sapria, <laughs> what is your obsession? <laughs> what is your obsession with? No, um, it's okay. Most likely. Okay. <laughs> I think you have a dragonfly. I think you have a dragonfly in your throat or something. 